Nick Farrell here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. We're brought to you, as always, by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawFirm.com. And on this new edition of the podcast, some interesting insight from an industry expert on West Virginia's new director of athletics, Ren Baker. Of course, Baker was introduced as West Virginia's 13th AD Monday morning at a joint press conference with University President E. Gordon Gee. Baker comes to WVU from North Texas, where he had a successful six-year stint. And he comes to WVU at a tumultuous time in college athletics. Ever-changing landscape, that's a term we've heard many, many times over the last several weeks, right? Name, image, and likeness. How to navigate the transfer portal. How to evaluate a football team and coaching staff that has had a losing season in three of its last four campaigns. Well, that's what Ren Baker is tasked with at WVU. And so to gain some insight on the challenges Baker will face and why he's the right guy for the job, we caught up with former congressman and former NCAA All-American Tom McMillan, who's the current CEO of Lead One Association. That's an organization that works directly with athletic directors at major colleges and helps them helps represent them and helps them navigate some of these challenges such as name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal. So we'll get to our conversation here with former Congressman Tom McMillan in just a moment. Some great insight in here from an expert in the industry. But before we do that, a quick word from our sponsor. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Unexpected hurdle? Pritt and Spano. Unseen circumstance? Pritt and Spano. Personal injury, criminal law, flash wills, family law. You need a firm that will be with you through it all. Pritt and Spano. Their passionate team will employ their resources and unique perspectives to deliver the most effective representation. When you find yourself in need, turn to those who will fight for you. Pritt and Spano. West Virginia's lawyers. Find them at yourwvlawfirm.com. Opportunity to chat with a special guest, a unique opportunity here to chat with former Congressman, NBA player, and NCAA All-American Tom McMillan, who's currently the CEO of Lead One Association. Tom, I guess I should technically say good morning to you since you're out in Las Vegas. It is afternoon as we're recording. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, came out here for a couple of college sports events, but uh, good to be with you. Yeah, and certainly there's a lot of news happening around the country as we enter award season in college football, as we near the college football playoff. And here locally, a change in director of athletics at WVU, Ren Baker replacing Shane Lyons, becoming the 13th director of athletics at West Virginia University, formally introduced on Monday at a press conference alongside university president Gordon Gee. Tom, what do you know about Ren Baker, former director of athletics at the University of North Texas? What do you know about him? What makes him a good fit for WVU? Well, I've, I've known Ren for a, a number of years since he took over at North Texas. Matter of fact, I paid a visit to him and saw his amazing campus where they were doing all this all this building. It was really quite remarkable. And uh, Ren always kind of struck me as... Uh, a very, very smart, strategic person, but yet he had this kind of uh, rural, more less uh, urban kind of affectation, which I, I love about him is that he he's, uh, he's just very grounded. Uh, and, and, and I think that went very well in, in, that, in Texas where he, you know, he grew up in Oklahoma and he's had stints at uh, Memphis and uh, Missouri. So, I mean, he gets it. Uh, he uh, his teams won uh, his football team. I think he won, was in bowls for six to seven years. His basketball team 
has done very well. So uh, he's always was always considered an up and comer uh, in our association. North Texas winning 17 conference or division championships over the seven in seven different sports over the six-year period that Baker was the director of athletics there. Also played in the conference championship game in football, losing last week to UTSA. You mentioned his rural upbringing. You know, he said that he feels right at home already at West Virginia, and I guess there really are some similarities in his background as an Oklahoma kid. He got a master's degree from Oklahoma State, was a graduate assistant under Eddie Sutton. Uh, I think that there are some some similarities there between his upbringing, his past, and and his future now at West Virginia. Yeah, I ran into Senator Manchin in Washington last week, and we were talking about it. And I told him, I said, I think he'll fit in uh, really well in the West Virginians. Very down to earth. I think he'll get along very well with the boosters and 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 the fans. And uh, very hardworking guy. And uh, I, as I said, he's one of the stars in that group of five. Uh, AD, ADs that we have. We were chatting before we began recording for this podcast, Tom, about how small of a world it is, right? Two Pennsylvania guys talking about West Virginia sports on this occasion, uh, but but also the fact that in this small and interconnected industry of intercollegiate athletics, when you know a lot of people, you hear a lot of things, and the reviews on Ren Baker have been very, very good, particularly this, that he's great at building relation relationships and fundraising. In fact, he has had a track record of setting records in fundraising at his previous stops. What makes a good fundraiser and relationship builder? It's first of all, you hit it right on the on the head right there when you said that the two big jobs for an AD are to, you know, bring resources in and and to hire good coaches so you win. I mean, especially a football coach. If you if you do that well, that's that's a big part of the job and on both those fronts, he's done it well. I, I think that uh, he has a very, uh, very engaging personality. Uh, as I said, there's no pretenses to him. He's just really down to earth. And uh, I think people like that. And uh, uh, it's interesting uh, coming from Texas where there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of wealth and so forth. He, uh, he kind of helped build North Texas. When, when I went up there, I, he was showing me this project and that project. Um, so I, I just think he's got the skill set that will enable him to be successful no matter where he is. And I know he's been, he's been recruited by other schools and he's always been very careful about what his next move was going to be. And I think this is a good move for him. Tom, as the CEO of Lead One Association, you work with and represent athletic directors at major colleges around the country. Yesterday, Ren Baker talked about the role as, of an athletic director. There's only so much he can do with name, image, and likeness deals, right? But West Virginia has something up its sleeve in the Country Roads Trust, the collective that is dedicated to creating name, image, and likeness opportunities for university athletes. In your experience, have you found a school that particularly does NIL well? And if so, what are those things that have been successful for those schools? Well, it's a very, first of all, I was just talking to a bunch of ADs this morning about this, and we were saying, you know, there are agents who are uh, trying to encourage kids to transfer because they get commissions uh, on uh, the NIL deal that that athlete's going to get out of the new school. There's the churn factor is real, and uh, 
you know, it's hard to keep your – It's the roster management challenge is incredible. And uh, when you say do it well, I mean, clearly the NCAA rules are supposed to say that you're not supposed to use NIL for inducements, or, or but it is being used that way. So it's really hard to say how do you define doing it well. That's really a really a question. I hear a lot of horribles. I hear agents really trying to – to move kids around just because they make more money at another school. Uh, what you have to be is competitive like anything else. I don't think you need to be number one, uh, but you have to be competitive. And uh, I hear these stories all the time. The, the, the real issue is whether it's true or not. You hear a lot of anecdotes. Uh, a, a coach told me the other day that he lost a kid in basketball because they couldn't give him a half a million dollars. And, that's a whole new, a whole new world of college sports. Not a good one, in my view. It needs to be controlled, and you know, I think the NCAA has to get this under control because, as I said, it's the wild west right now. Tom, in your experience in, in politics, maybe you can shed some light on this. This is something that's been discussed. Some states have name, image, and likeness rules. In fact, Texas is one of them, where Ren Baker comes from um, at the University of North Texas. But do you think we're maybe getting to a point where there could be federal legislation that tries to level the playing field on NIL? I know Senator Manchin's working on that kind of bill, as well as a number of other senators. The problem is that uh, the Democrats and Republicans are far apart on this. The Democrats want to give student-athletes a lot more, maybe including collective bargaining, employment status, and the Republicans don't want to do that. So, no, I don't see a bill, anything forthcoming. Um, I, I think it's got to get a lot messier. But frankly, uh, there, are, uh, there are situations where clearly players are being paid to come to a school and uh, that's not the original intent of name, image, and likeness, which was originally to be able to sell your, sorry, your publicity rights. Uh, this has morphed into something entirely different. And there's a parade of horribles out there. I mean, you hear coaches talking about it. You hear uh, ADs talking about it. Uh, it's hard to confirm. Uh, but you know that if at least half, a quarter of it's true. It's, it's very disruptive for college sports. And uh, when you go to a world where uh, the winner is the highest bidder, uh, that's a very different atmosphere for college sports. But that's the world we're heading in right now. And, you know, a lot of the ADs and our organization and others realize that something needs to be done. The NCAA needs to do more. And ideally, you, you, you want congressional help. But that may not be forthcoming. Chatting with former congressman, former NCAA All-American, and current CEO of Lead One Association, Tom McMillan, here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast, brought to you by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawfirm.com. So if NIL is part one, one A of the ever-changing landscape in college athletics, one B is probably the transfer portal, right? Uh, the transfer window is a new implementation this year, and that window has opened as of uh, Monday. Transfer windows, are they positive, Tom, for both student athletes and coaches in navigating that? That roster management piece that you mentioned earlier? Well, it's an inevitability. We, you know, when coaches can move around, uh, obviously players are going to demand the same right. There need to be some windows, and I'm glad that that's been implemented so that it's more orderly and just not so disruptive to roster management. But look, a lot of schools are going through complete 
overhauls of their rosters. And uh, I don't know if that's good for college sports in the long, in the long run. You know, I always tell people when I grew up, I could tell name every player on the, the Yankees or whatever, or some of the NBA teams. Now I, I, I could, I would be hard pressed to do that. If that, I think that world's going to come to college sports as well, where you're going to have a hard time uh, uh, keeping track of the rosters and the players. Good players are going to move around. I do think a, a better system would be to create incentives for kids to stay in school. And, and uh, I, I think that that may be involving licensing rights in the long run. And so it's funny. I was talking to an AD yesterday. I, I do want to go talk to Senator Manchin about this because something's going to have to be done. Otherwise, it's just going to look like the NBA and the NFL. So that's an interesting piece, Tom. It's something that I've thought about before and maybe have heard some national experts discussing. If a student athlete takes name, image, and likeness money, should they also then be restricted from entering the transfer portal for a period of time? Any thoughts on that? It's an interesting question. You know, I think that uh, that whole grant and aid concept needs to be reevaluated and you know, it's, it's really kind of one way right now it's to the kid. And uh, um, so I do think that uh, you need, I guess the word would be a new social contract for football and basketball players. And part of that needs to create incentives for them to stay in longer in the school. And it really should be tied to academics as well. I mean, remember, this is, these are colleges, universities. These are not NFL teams. And so all that needs to be, we need some creative thought how to, to devise a new model where kids are incented to stay, not, not move around. Right now, they're, they're being incented to move around. Chatting with Tom McMillan, former congressman, former NCAA All-American and current CEO of Lead One Association. Tom, I was looking back at a media guide because I was curious to know if your time as a Maryland Terrapin overlapped with Bob Huggins' time as a Mountaineer men's basketball player. And I think you guys missed each other by just a couple of years either way. I, I don't think you played at West Virginia when you were a student athlete, but I, I want to know, do you have any Bob Huggins stories? Did you guys cross paths at any point in your career? Not much, you know. Billy Hahn, our, our my uh, one of my teammates at Maryland, went to work for Coach Huggins for quite a few years. But uh, no, we missed. I was recruited by West Virginia. Matter of fact, I had my most memorable recruiting visit of all time coming to West Virginia. Uh, Bucky Waters was the coach, and he was driving me around. He said, "You want to meet the president?" I said, "Love to meet the president of the university." He said, "He said, no, I mean the president of the United States." So I went out to Morgantown Airport and met LBJ. I was only in 10th grade uh, as he came in for an event for uh, Congressman Staggers. So it was a uh, very memorable moment for me to meet a president on a recruiting trip. So lots of fond memories from West, about West Virginia. Wow. How about that? I had no idea about that story. I guess the natural follow-up is, did that interaction with President Johnson have any impact on, on the future of your career uh, getting into politics? Oh, in a probably subtle way, it might have had some impact. You know, that's the first president I met uh, when I was in 10th grade. And uh, uh, you hear a lot of stories about college recruiting, but Never and uh, very rarely does a college recruit meet the president of the United States. So, probably did have some impact. Uh, 
uh, I remember he got off the plane, looked at me, says, you're a tall drink of water, I remember, something like that. And uh, it was just a, a special moment. Yeah, what, a, what a remarkable story. Thank you for sharing that with me. And thank you for sharing your time with us. Former Congressman Tom McMillan, the CEO of Lead One Association, chatting with us to discuss WVU's new D director of athletics, Ren Baker. Tom, appreciate your time very much. And thanks for sharing your insight with us. Absolutely. Thanks, Nick. Happy holidays. Huh. You learn something new every day. We were chatting when I was chatting with Tom McMillan before our conversation began, before we started rolling records talked about how small of a world it is. And man, isn't that a small world story to meet a president on a recruiting trip at a school that you didn't go to? We won't hold it against him that he ended up a Maryland Terrapin because Mr. McMillan certainly has had a successful career as a former congressman, NBA player, and former NCAA All-American. Really interesting insight from him on a number of topics, including why Baker is the right guy for the job at West Virginia. He, of course, has had a successful track record at each of his previous stops over roughly 20 years in the college athletics industry, including his stint at Rogers College in Oklahoma, his home state. Boy, what an interesting story that is, that Baker was the first AD and men's basketball coach at Rogers, did both jobs for about a year, won 20 games as the men's basketball coach, and then decided that he wanted to focus on his administrative duties. That's such an interesting, interesting period in his career. And it's something that we dig into with Baker this weekend on a brand new edition of the Bob Huggins Show. We chat exclusively with Ren Baker, part one of our two-part interview with the 13th AD at WVU. will air this Friday and Saturday on the Bob Huggins Show. You can catch part two next weekend. Splitting things in half because we're going to talk about Ren Baker, the person, this weekend on the Bob Huggins Show. Then next weekend, we're going to get some of his thoughts on navigating name, image, and likeness, the transfer portal, and this ever-changing landscape in college athletics. All right, that's a wrap on this edition of the Golden Blue Nation podcast brought to you by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawFirm.com. If you enjoyed this interview with former Congressman Tom McMillan, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your shows. And if you're so inclined, leave us a rating. A five-star review would be huge because it would help other people find the show. Also, don't forget to download the free Golden Blue Nation app. Keep it close to you on your favorite smart device. That's the best way to get breaking news updates on WVU Sports delivered right to your phone through the Golden Blue Nation app. And of course, stick with us this weekend, Bob Huggins Show, for that exclusive interview with Ren Baker, as well as our weekly conversations with Bob Huggins, which are always must-see TV. All right, that's it for this edition of the Golden Blue Nation podcast. I'm Nick Farrell, signing off. Talk to you next time.